Are you ready to be inspired by stories of resilience, leadership, and success in the real estate world? I'm your host, Dion Malish, and today on Shine on Success podcast, we're diving into the journey of a remarkable guest, Karen Cooper, a wife, mom of three, and the powerhouse behind the Platinum Group real estate team in Northern Virginia. Karen has not only navigated her way to closing over $1.4 billion in sales volume, but has also passionately paved the way for women in the industry through her Empowering Women in Real Estate platform. Let's discover how Karen's story and insights can inspire us to reach new heights. And remember, if Karen's story resonates with you, connect with us on social media to continue the conversation. So welcome, Karen. Thank you so much. I am honored to be on your show and happy to have a conversation with you today. I'm so excited because as a real estate brokerage owner myself, you know, it's really cool to have someone else in the country that I can talk to. And I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to know you even better. And sounds like you're doing a lot of amazing things in a very short period. So I'm excited to hear some of your, you know, tales of success and, you know, some things that may have happened along the way. So my very first question to you, first of all, to the listeners, have you ever wondered what it takes to lead a team of 38 phenomenal women? and one very brave man to over 1.4 billion in sales. Let's find out. Karen, can you share a little about your journey in real estate? And because it's really inspiring and I'm super excited to hear it. Can you share a pivotal moment that set you on this path and how you've navigated the challenges along the way? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I've been in business for 22 years now. And I like to say that I've held every role there is to have in the industry. I started out on a traditional Rainmaker team. I for I was there for six and a half years. I was a solo agent. I've been a managing broker. And then of course now I've been a team leader of the Platinum Group real estate team for just about nine years now. And you know, I, when I think back over my career, where I am now and how we've developed the team that we have now really started from the very beginning. I, there were a lot of things that I loved and appreciated and still do about that first team experience. But there were also a lot of things about it that I didn't love. And we really took that and and, and used that to kind of build what we have now. Uh, so it's been a it's been a quite the journey. It sounds like it. So of all the roles that you've had, is this your favorite? Uh, for sure. This is definitely my favorite. It is the most stressful one. <laughs> but it is but it is definitely my favorite. Yeah, so our brokerage, we have uh, about close to 180, 185 agents right now. So we have a lot of agents. So I, I totally understand. It is very stressful, but the, there's so much positive that happens every single day, you know, that we can pull out of all of the negativity and all of the chaos of the real estate market. So have you ever read Think and Grow Rich? I have, yes. Oh, it's so awesome. So leading such a successful team is no small feat. How do you incorporate Napoleon Hill's principles of success into your leadership and team dynamics? Well, so there's multiple different facets of this. You know, for us, the way we lead our team is, is it is really all about the individual and getting to the heart of what, what makes them tick and getting to the heart of um, what, what makes sense for them and what their goals are. You know, we are not, um, in order for someone to to really thrive in any environment, and I think to, to really kind of tap into their drive, they have to really understand their why. And and you can't do that if you are dictating from the top how much volume someone needs to have or how much business they need to do. And so instead, we really try to get to the heart of the matter of what makes 
sense for each one of our teammate agents. You know, we're all in different seasons of life. You know, I'm, I've got three teenage sons. I, you know, I'm, I just turned 50 last year. I'm in a very different place than I was 22 years ago, you know, as a, as a young mom. So, you know, that changes. And I think as a leader, the more I can understand what drives each team member and helping them to sort of customize what makes sense for them from a, from a goal setting perspective, I think that really makes all the difference. So let's talk about your family. So you have kids and you have agents, right? So there's similarities between that, like raising a child and training agents to be the better version of themselves. Um, For sure. I mean, there, there's a lot of parallels all the time. You know, when you're, you're raising children and and when you have um, agents that work with you, it's, it's about accountability. Uh, You know, I mean, my job as a leader is to certainly to teach, right. To share my experiences, to share what I've learned, um, to share the lessons, but I also kind of have to hold you accountable to a certain point. I mean, there's only, I can only show you so many times our, our team motto this year um, is it's less talking, more doing. Because a lot of times, and this happens with kids too, we we fall into that trap of, I'm going to talk about my problem over and over again. I'm going to talk about what I'm going to do over and over again. I'm going to talk about, you know, what I'm going to learn and what book I'm going to read, but there's actually no implementation of any of the learning, right? Um, And it doesn't matter how much you read or how much you, how many classes you go to or how many webinars you go to, if you're not actually implementing any of that in your business, then then it's, it's all for nothing. I agree with you 100%. And sometimes we get caught up in that learning, right? We just want to keep learning and learning. And I also am a victim of it myself because I love to learn. But if you don't come back and start to implement, then all of that, really, it's just like you're filling your mind with stuff. And And you can fill it up with as much stuff as you want, but you really need to start to do it. And so watching what you're doing, so now you have this team. And then you started this empowering women in real estate. What a remarkable achievement. And that's what excites me most about talking to you today, because we, we learn so that we can teach, right? So now you have a platform to do it and a podcast yourself. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So 10 years ago, um, I was in a very different place. I was a managing broker and I was in a role where I, I felt very lonely. You know, I, I was surrounded by agents all day, every day. And, and my job, you know, agents would come to me pretty much when they had a problem, right? So if they were talking to me, it's usually because it was an issue. And then other agents didn't necessarily want to talk to me because they were afraid I was just going to try to recruit them. And so I found myself just in this very kind of lonely place. And so I, I had got, you know, it was a shower idea. Those are the best ideas. And I had the idea. I was, I was <laughs> craving something. I was craving a community. And, and I thought, you know what, I don't think this exists. So I'm going to create it. And so that was 10 years ago. Empowering Women in Real Estate started as a Facebook group. We are now over 36,000 women all across the country. Did you say 36,000? 36,000. Amazing. Oh my gosh. That is unbelievable. Thank you. Uh, It is like, it, it is, um, I get so excited when I think about what has happened through this community and through what just implementing this one idea has, has done, you know, over time we started a podcast. So I'm now on, you know, we're getting close to 300 episodes of podcast. Um, We have a monthly membership coaching program that's been around now for almost five years where I'm able to teach the principles and the things that I do with my real estate team. I'm able to teach in a different way. 
We have monthly meetups, you know, groups that gather in different cities all across the country. I mean, it's just really grown and evolved in a way that I, I never thought of, expected. It wasn't even on the radar screen when I hit publish on that Facebook group 10 years ago, um, but I'm so glad it did. So tell me about the monthly membership because, you know, a lot of the people that are listening, you know, maybe in real estate. So talk, talk about that because, you know, I've been involved in quite a bit of coaching over my career. And I've, I believe that you need to be coached. Everyone should have a coach. Right. So talk yeah. about that a little bit. So are you coaching them or how does it work? Yeah, no, I'm glad you asked. So, so again, we, we, we kind of um, we took a different approach with this also, because as we have grown our real estate team, the thing that is, has worked so beautifully and so well with our real estate team is we have a marketing system that works. We do business primarily by referral. We call it our client and community care program. You know, when agents join our team, they see 184% growth within two to three years. And what was happening is agents were coming to me all the time wanting to join our team because they wanted access to this program. They wanted to have this system that we had. But, you know, you can't take everyone, right? And we we won't set up in a way where we could have, you know, hundreds of agents on our team, or, you know, we, we were only in, in just a couple of states. And so we decided to launch this as a group coaching program. We call it our inner circle with Empowering Women in Real Estate. And I basically roll out and provide every month the entire marketing plan that I do myself, my personal business and my real estate team does. So it's, it's, it's from as simple as templates to conduct your business for your monthly postcard, email newsletters, you know, pop buys, event invitations, to mastermind sessions that we do once a month, to access to training with my team. Um, I do weekly quick lessons, so it's a very comprehensive program, and we've we've had a lot of fun with it over the years. So, do you have people from all over the world that are listening in and a part of your inner circle? We do. We do. Uh, right now we have 184 members in our inner circle. Um, we have women that are all over the U.S. We have some in Canada. Uh, we even have a couple of men that are a part of our program. You do? We do. <laughs> men is in the word woman, right? <laughs> it's, it's all the same. Uh, so, yeah, it's, awesome. it's really so, fun. Marketing is marketing, right? It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Totally. But it's kind of cool what you're doing. And I love seeing you empowering other women. And, you know, it's such a great place to be because I was always that tomboy, you know, that boy kind of girl. And finally, in the last couple of years, I realized the power in being a woman. And I love it. I love this so much. And, you know, just watching you succeed and just what I'm learning about you is is so impressive. So also, like myself, you have an investment portfolio. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? So you're this powerful owner of a real estate team, right? Company. And now you have this empowering woman in real estate. You have enough to do and you have children. And now you have investment properties. Talk about that. Yeah. So my husband and I bought our very first investment property, um, gosh, seven years ago, I think it's been now. Um, And we started slowly. We started with just one property. We had it for a few years and then we, we kind of more rapidly ramped up. So we own seven properties now. Uh, one that we live in, um, five that are rentals, that have tenants in place, um, and then one is a, is a piece of land. Um, what is fun, what, it, what I love about this, is four of our five rental properties that have tenants in place are all in the neighborhood where I grew up. I grew up in a tiny little town called Lovettsville, Virginia, okay. about 2,500 addresses, postal codes. I know that because I farm to them every single month and have for <laughs> years. 
Um, and I grew up in this little townhouse community of 44 houses, um, of which now I own four, including the one that I grew up in. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah. So, um, and so hopefully more to come. So I feel like we'll marry each other a lot because we also started in 2020 to get rental properties and we had a goal to have 20 doors by the end of the year during the pandemic. Right. So we, and we did it. So we had 20 doors and now we're up to about 36 doors and, you know, my husband's doing the property management and we're taking, you know, taking good care of him so that we're really good landlords. Right. We want to be good ones so that people want to rent our properties. Right. Yes. I feel that way. I, you know, one of the things that I have, when I think about um, the properties that we own and the tenants that we have in place, um, right now, two of the tenants that we have in place are family members, and it's it's a blessing to be able to offer this option to these family members at in these certain times in their lives. And the other properties that we have, we have almost exclusively, I have almost, not on purpose, but almost it, it's been single moms, women that are coming out of situations that have been, you know, a challenge. And so I really look at these properties as it's like a blessing, you know, not just Obviously, it's an investment and it, it's a financial investment for my family, which, which which pays dividends. But it's also serving and helping other families, which I mean, it's, it's not something that I expected when I you know, thought about becoming a landlord. It's, it's not that at all. Well, you're doing an amazing job and I, I'm so impressed by that. So you have a successful career. You're a mom and a wife. All of this, including your business, your rental properties, you know, you have so much going on. How do you keep organized and keep your time? Do you have time for yourself? Like, how do you do your time management in your life? Yeah, um, I actually, I love to talk about time. I, I am all about um, planning, organizing. Um, I'm not always great at it, but there are a couple of things that I, I think I do pretty well um, that work for me. One of them is my morning routine. I have followed a morning routine, the same routine now for probably close to 15 years. The same thing? Pretty close. Yeah. I, I do I do kind of adjust what I do in the morning a little bit based on my season. Um, but but I, I'm usually up around 530. Okay. I um, you know, take care of the animals, pet dogs and cats and you know make the coffee and you know do the dishes and whatever. And then I sit down and I write and I have written, blogged in our group five to seven times a day for 10 years. And it, it, it's like, it's like my therapy. It's what I, I, I love and I enjoy. And I spend my morning doing things that fill my cup for, you know, about an hour and a half to two hours. Cause you know, once the kids get up and, chaos ensues, right? um, And the phone starts ringing. So I have this, you know, hour and a half, two hours in the morning, that is just what is going to fill my cup. And it's right now, what is really filling my cup is creation. I love to create things that's tapping into that feminine energy. That's the creation. And so I love to, you know, create content for social media. I love to create, um, you know, we're, we're dreaming up some new things for our team. Um, and so I'd love to spend a lot of that time doing that. There have been other times where I've spent most of my morning reading, um, you know, be it blogs or whatever. So it kind of ebbs and flows with the season. Um, something else that works really, really well for me from a time management perspective is something that I call my daily business builders, which is my kinder, gentler form of prospecting. I have this this system of these things that I have done for years in my business 
And I prioritize that every week, even though I am not in production. I have not been in personal production for almost five years now. I still produce business. I produce a lot of business every single year and, and clients are served by my team from this, this thing that I do. I think that's a challenge that a lot of team leaders have is they think that they're going to get out of production and they're just going to stop, right? But right. what happens is it doesn't, it doesn't really work that way. It doesn't really work well that way because your some of your production is still needed to, to kind of keep the, the, the gears running, the fuel for the team. And so if you don't keep prospecting, that business dries up. I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't care how much real estate you have sold in your career. Personally, I would average 50 to 60 transactions every single year. It doesn't matter how much of that you do. The minute you stop prospecting, you know, it, it drops off a cliff. And so you got to keep it going. And so, and so I do. And so that is another really strong habit that I have. Um, and I think those are probably the two most important things that I do on a weekly basis. So, you know, I don't know how much you know about me. My father passed away less than five months ago. So I don't know what's happening to me, but I have been more creative in the last few months than I have ever been in my life. So prior to owning this real estate company, I owned a graphic design business. So very creative. I've always been, you know, I went to art school, got out, started my own business immediately. So I've been self-employed most of my whole adult life, except for a couple of years where I tried to work at a hospital in their graphic design department. And I realized I just couldn't be told what to do. It was not me. So we have so much in common. I, I just sitting here thinking, wow, it's amazing to see two women that are, you know, I don't know. The only thing that's different is I don't have kids. Yeah. So <laughs> and that's a whole area that I don't even know how you do it. I give you so much credit. I just look at parents thinking, how do they still do everything and have children? Yeah. So, you know, so let's look look forward to the future now with you and your and your family and your business. Yeah. What are some goals that you're aiming to achieve personally and professionally? Yeah. So, um, you know, I have a lot um, in mind and I'll be honest, one of the things that I, I think has been a struggle for me is dreaming past one year. And, mm -hmm. and I don't know why, I don't know if it's because I have been too much in the weeds and too thick for, for too long. Um, but now we're starting to think longer term. And I think it's because of the ages of my children. And so I'm start, I'm kind of at that phase of life where I can kind of start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Um, so I'm on, I'm working on kind of like a five-year plan is, is sort of how we, we kind of think about things. And, and what I'm really interested in doing the next five years is I am, I am obsessed in helping other women, my team members, the people in my circle, the people in my world to build a business that doesn't sacrifice their quality of life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what, what I have, I haven't always done it well, but that's what I have always strove to do, striven to do. Um, and I don't think enough people talk about that in our industry. You know, our industry is largely female, but it's the male voices that are the loudest. And so I, I want to help women, you know, we're, we're with our team, we're constantly helping our team members to try to figure out other ways to grow, whether it's sponsoring agents, whether it's adding team partners, you know, little teams within our team, you know, whatever it is that helps them to, to kind of build you know, one of our team members, Robin, she bought a beach house last year. Like, you know, it's like, we, these are the kind of things that I want to help other women to do. And, and that's kind of my big career goal at this point. It's, it's, it's not so much anymore about, you know, how big can the team get and, you know, how big can this get? It's, it's how many women can I impact 
to have what they want to have. And 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 from a personal perspective, um, you know, I want to I, I want to live the life that I in a way most fulfills me and my family. And for me, that doesn't work look like retiring. That works that looks like working maybe for a few hours a day, maybe for more doing things that I love, things that most excite me. I, I'm tired of the weeds. I don't want to be in the weeds anymore. Um, we had an operations meeting this morning um, with our executive director, and I forget what she was talking about. And I was like, you know what? I don't, even, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know about it. I don't even want to hear about it. I don't even want to see it. Like, you, know, you kind of get to that point where I do. let some of that go. Um, so that's what I'm saying. I want to raise um, men that are... My, my husband, we joke all the time because I say that I want to raise independent children, right? I want to raise independent men. And and my husband's like, but I think we did it too well because they don't need us for anything. And and that's what I want. I want them to be independent. I want them to spend time with us because they choose to, because they want to, um, not because they have to or they feel like it's their obligation. Um, and those, those are my goals for right now. So do you like to have fun or is this fun for you? This is fun for me. Um, I'm, I'm probably very boring. It's I'm doing this, <laughs> doing this or I'm walking my dog or I'm reading a book or my thing. I mean, I don't, there's not much else. I know. And I try to think about what is fun. My husband and I were talking about that today. What is fun? And I'm like, I don't know. Like it is fun helping other people. And I look forward to that every single day. My, my motto is I want to help, um, makes make someone's day more successful every single day right so i want to do what i can every day to help people be more successful and i think you know having a real estate brokerage allows me to do it it's sometimes a little harder because real estate is not easy like like it is on hgtv right Right. (laughs) there's a lot of a lot of pieces and parts that go into running a real estate business empowering women for real estate how can they connect with you online tell us a little bit yeah, so um, if you're not already, uh, your listeners are not already in our group, Empowering Women in Real Estate on Facebook, we would love to connect with you there. So uh, you can just search for the group on Facebook. Um, me personally, I love connecting on Instagram. It's the platform where I'm having the most fun right now. Um, on Instagram, I am at karen.w.cooper. And uh, I'd love to get to know you and, and see how we can collaborate in the future. So what a journey you have been on. It's very nice to have you on today. I really appreciate your honesty and it's wonderful to see you supporting women. So you've been leading a successful real estate team, empowering women nationwide. Your story is a testament to what determination and passion can achieve. If you're inspired to learn more or start your own journey in real estate, don't hesitate to reach out and follow both of us on social media. And Karen, if there's anything I can ever do to help, I would love to put you in front of our brokerage and our agents because there's a lot of women in the brokerage and I'm sure they could use a community like yours. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.